So you're with your honey and you're making out when the phone rings. You answer it and the voice is, What are you doing with my daughter? You tell girl, your girl, and she say, My dad. Is it it? Then who was phone? This is the episode of Legend. It was foretold to you long ago that this was going to happen. And here today, the prophecies come true. Welcome to the show where we read things that we find spooky, but also funny. It has to have a mixture of at least 2% spooky and... 98% 98% funny. Yeah, as long as it there. I I mean I don't mind a 40 to 50 mix ratio. A 40 to 60 mix ratio. Yeah, but once you get 99 and 1, it's it's just it's no good. Yeah, 99 to 1, it at least has to have 1% spook. Yes. Uh, he said making up that rule today. Uh so, hi everyone. This is cool. Um we should get started. Yeah. So, what was it that we do on the show again? So we're going to be doing some really cool creepypastas and some really cool things. Also, check up our check out our YouTube channel. That's oh the my Spoops Podcast. Gosh. So, he played Five Nights at Freddy's, and I thought I was going to die from laughter. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. And now I have a better computer, so I can make him play better games. So if you have suggestions, email, email us. us at... S P O O P S at T W I L I T dot I O. Yeah, so uh, that's spoops at twilight dot I O. And that's cool and fun. So uh, today we're returning back to our feature that we have done one other time, which is random cryptid of indiscriminate time. Yeah, I wanted to say random cryptid of the week, but there's, yeah, no. It's a random cryptid of whenever I feel like doing a random cryptid. (laughs) So, Josh, why don't you take us away on this random cryptid of indiscriminate time? Mm, mm. Yeah, so today we're talking about carnivorous trees, everyone. A man-eating tree or carnivorous tree can refer to one of many legendary cryptozoological carnivorous plant that are large enough to kill and consume people. So, you know, I guess it's as easy as it sounds, huh? So let's go to our first case of some culture's version of the carnivorous tree, which is the Yatevio. Yatevio. So apparently this thing was first documented in the 1887 year of our Lord A.D. Uh... May he rest in peace. <laughs> what? Year of our Lord refers to <laughs> Jesus. So now you're making a controversial claim. May he rest in peace, huh? Yes. I mean, Are you saying his work here is done? I'm pretty sure I'm dang near perfect. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> wow. We... <laughs> Some pretty heretical stuff coming from a youth pastor's mouth. All right. So the Yatevaya plan is said to- Or if you don't speak that language, I see you already. Plant is said to catch and consume large insects, but also attempt to consume humans. It's an easy mistake to make. (laughs) 
You're like, is that a just a is that just a giant fly or is that a the person or a guy? Nope, wrong one. No. It is said to be a carnivorous plant that glow. <laughs> it glows. That grows in parts of Central and South America, with cousins in Africa, and on the shores in the Indian Ocean. All right. Uh, there are many different descriptions of the plant, but most reports say that it is, has a short, thick trunk and long tendril like appendages, which is used to catch its prey. Some even claim it has an eye to locate its prey with. So, I only got eye for you. Uh, so really... Are you done? Are you good? Are you good? No? No, you got one more? You got one more funny in you? Rule of thirds. You have to interrupt me one more time. Oh, natives feared it. Yeah! <laughs> good, good. Natives feared it because it had bad omens and was thought to be the work of an evil witch doctor. I, which I mean, sure. Yeah, I guess. You can't trust doctors with noses in their bones. Only cartilage. <laughs> I said that wrong. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Whoa, hang on. You just, <laughs> what kind of bones do you have? Never trust a bone that has a nose that can sniff you. No, That's the wrong no. kind of bone. <laughs> you only trust bones that have cartilage. Never trust doctors with bones in their nose, only with noses of cartilage. That's the saying. Uh, you know what? Hey, I'm going to... If he was like, hey, welcome out here. You need a guide. Go this way to McDonald's. I'm going to trust the guy. And this is why you get lost in the woods. That, probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. True story, by the way. Um, So, <laughs> yeah, I, the real moral of the story here is to not trust a tree that has an eye. If you see a tree that has an eye and it's, like, actively looking around, don't go trust that tree. Do, don't go towards the tree. If it has, like, a willow and it's got, like, long vine tentacles... Sorry, that's part of the reason I picked this was because I was just imagining some, like old hiker going inside of the woods and being like, I will rest my tired bones here. Oh, no! And then all they ever find is, like, a boot. You know, you know. now that you've said Willow, all I can think of is Grandma Willow from Pocahontas getting a mean streak in her, like, after Pocahontas dies due to AIDS and just goes on a man-killing rampage. Mm. Except not much of a man-killing rampage. It would be whatever men come nearby her. Hey, by the way, uh, completely unrelated to everything, apropos to nothing, our drink of the week is... Bitter. In Indian Summer Montgomery Tart Cherry Juice. So yes, you would expect it to be a little bit bitters. I don't know, I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's a good sipping drink. Yes, you, you don't want to pound this one out. Mm, no. So, next one on the carnivorous tree article is the cow-eating tree. Watch on no! That's right. You save all your hamburgers for me. On October 18th, 2007, residents of Pandream near... Oh, my gosh. That stupid clock. We're editing this part out if you haven't guessed yet. That stupid clock. It always goes off on every hour, every hour. How are you supposed to plan around that? Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? <laughs> okay. Okay, so the cow eating tree. Uh, no! Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that joke was funny two times in a row. <laughs> no! One more time for prosperity's sake. No! There it is. Rule of thirds, everyone. Isn't that funnier? Okay, so <laughs> on October 18, 2007, residents of Pandrem near Kokodanta in the Upanakadada Gada Forest Range. I'll take over for he- from here. No, for no, no. I got this. I nailed those pronunciations. Upanagada Forest Range. I am so sorry to everyone who even knows how to pronounce that. Um, cited a, a carnivorous tree trying to dine on a cow, which I suppose is how it's got its name, the cow-eating tree. According to reports, the cow was owned by a man who had been left... <laughs> the man had been left to graze. I'm sorry, I have sweat in my eye. It's hard to read when you have sweat in your eye. So, this man's name was Anand and Gouda. We know. Mm. Oh, you, the cow mm. had been left. I see. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I see why that's confusing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So, according to reports, the cow was owned by a man whose name is really hard to say, and he had, and the cow had been left to graze in the forest, which is not a good place for cows to graze in I, the would, um Upanagadi forest. Well, you would think you would want your cow to graze in like I don't know open fields. Yeah, you think. I'm not a cow expert, so maybe there's enough that they can graze on the side of the forest. Hey, you know what? Maybe a cow can stomach poison ivy, and you're just like, okay, go for it, cow. Mm. Mm. All right. Yes. Thank you for helping us enter into the audio hellscape that is mouth noises. <laughs> the cow was suddenly grabbed by branches and pulled from the ground. Wow, this is an aggressive son of a gun. The terrified cow heard it. <laughs> the terrified cow heard it and ran away. No, the terrified cow heard, ran to the village, and Guada got a band of villagers to the carnivorous tree. So, so how I picture this going is all the cows came running back, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the head cow leading the stampede back goes up to Gouda. He's like, Mow. and the and the and Gouda's like, really, boy? Where? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I gotta go get the villagers. <laughs> well, let's go grab our pitchfork and torches. Uh, before the what? tree it's could just have a town its pitchfork. You yeah. just said, let's go grab our pitchfork and torches. Yeah, well, they only have one. <laughs> the only, the town they are good at sharing. Uh, before the tree could have its meal, uh, the villagers struck a mortal blow to the branches that turned it limp, and the cow was rescued. Uh, the ranged forest officer ooh, has another really fun name that I am not blessed with the ability to pronounce. Said that the tree was described as Piltmara, or tiger tree in native lingo he had heard many complaints about cattle returning home in the evening without tails (laughs) the field staff confirmed the field staff confirmed coming across a similar tree and padrain partially felled 
I guess that was a mortal blow. Hey, if you want to kill a tree, you got to like cut it down. Yeah, well, so here's what I'm thinking. Maybe he wasn't maybe he's not a cow eater. Maybe he's just a cow tail eater. Mm. Cuz like no I report, love those candies. No reports of missing cattle. Just they were coming back tailless. <laughs> right. So he just no. wanted to suck all the tails off of all the cow f- friends. Yeah, that's all that was going on. He was lifting it up into its canopy well, so it could just yeah. flip its tail off. Um, no, no, no. Maybe he's the reason we have cow tails today. I was going to say somebody uh, Somebody foolishly left a packet of cowtail candy at the base of this tree, and then the tree was like, oh my gosh, cowtails are delicious. But since it's a tree, it doesn't possess the etiquette to understand candy in real life. Yeah. Have you ever thought about cowtails, though? They're kind of weird. Well, I mean, when you think about it, it's a brown surface, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. skin, and the white cream represents the bone. Yikes. I haven't thought about that, but I do know that they're one of my mother's favorite candies. It is a good candy. Mm. I would rate it more as like a C plus. Out of some candies, it it's it's not like you know I'm not gonna go crazy when I get it for Halloween, but like when I'm looking at a nice you know chew on a wild taste that's gonna stick around forever, mm. I go to a cowtail. Right. Well, going back to your Halloween metaphor, that is not the candy I'm plucking out of the bag first. Yeah. Yeah. But it is also not the candy that I'm giving away to my mother. True. True. Yeah, I did. Actually, you know what? If my mom said she wanted it, if anybody said they wanted it, I, I would give it away. So maybe it is a C minus, maybe a D. D plus. It's a D plus. It's a D plus candy on my tier list. Because everybody knows right at the top are those Starbursts. Boo. Whatever. Starbursts are the best. They're hey, not Brad- even candy. Hey, Bradley, tell me about that new Animal Crossing game that's coming out. So, this Animal Crossing game. So, you know, there's that new, new game. The New Horizons is coming out. Right. But that got delayed. Yeah, that got delayed. So, in the meantime, Animal Crossing's dead life is coming. Oh, no, that's that's the author. The author is abducted. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Really? Uh Uh-huh. See, hello, my name is... My yeah. name is, my name is, my name is Slim Shady. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, so, as we all know. No, I'm not coming back from that one. Animal Crossing. But, okay, we're done, everyone. Okay, that was good. We made a good run, but we did, we did our goofs. We're done now. Uh, mm. So, as we all know, Animal Crossing has... A sequel coming out 2020. It got delayed. <laughs> I lied. I lied. I'm back. I never left. <laughs> I, aren't I funny, everyone? <laughs> Everybody at home is having a good good laugh at my at my jipes. My clever. And everyone clever... on YouTube is looking at you very confused. Yeah, yeah, well, whatever. I'm too lazy to make the joke for YouTube audience. You hear that, folks? <laughs> anyway, so. Okay, what were you saying? Blah, blah, blah. Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. While getting a new game 2020, this game is getting released or is released for um, now to select to, audiences. Select audiences. This is Animal Crossing Dead Life. <laughs> so, hello, my name is. And we have to censor this out to keep him safe. I, he censored himself out. Yes, to keep himself safe. Yeah. I've been a huge fan of Animal Crossing. I mean, haven't we all? You may be wondering, why not anymore? Well, 
I will tell you a story. One time, me and my cousin were moving out our home, and we were going to move into a new house. We were super excited. The house was very nice, and after we had done putting everything in the house, there was a box under the bed. I looked in the box, and apparently in the box was a 3D case without a cover on it. I opened the case, and in the case had a paper and a 3DS game. I first looked at the paper. It said, Okay, what I have here is a 3DS game, but it's curse. You don't want to play it. Destroy it. You may be wondering, why didn't I destroy it? You will never know. Destroy the 3DS game before he gets you like he got me. <laughs> me and my cousin were confused. When I looked at the 3DS cartridge, it was a copy of Animal Crossing New Leaf. Oh, wait, I, I have to recon something there. Before he got you like he got me. Okay. Me and my cousin were so confused. <laughs> when I looked at the 3DS cartridge, it was a copy of Animal Crossing New Leaf. I said, wow, it's a copy of Animal Crossing New Leaf. It used to be one of my favorite 3DS games of all time when I was like nine years old. <laughs> So, like, me and my cousin inserted Animal Crossing New Leaf into my new 2DS XL that I got for Easter, and we started the game. It looked normal at first in the title screen, except the new leaf was replaced with dead leaf, and the leaf was red. My cousin said, What? Dead leaf? I don't remember playing dead leaf before. So... Like normal children, when we, we, we pressed start, and when we did, we, we saw the town was already made. We decided to play with that save, and there were two villagers in the town, Jack and Tom. My cousin and I wondered if those boys were the ones who wrote the message in the box. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> you've already made the assumption something spooky is going on. I'm yes. sorry, I interrupted. Bad so, me. We decided to play on Jack. <laughs> it started off normal And then Jack was out the house The song of unhealing from Zelda Majora's Mask was playing for some odd reason And when we were looking around the town Near the town hall All the characters from Animal Crossing Not the town people were dead Including K.K. Slider Timmy and Tommy Dr. Shrunk Reese, Cyrus, Tom Nook And even Lyle Oh Oh, Not Lyle. Those cruel men. Those cruel, cruel men. We decided to talk to Isabel, who was sad and depressed. And but she's not dead. And was by a tree with rope. She said, this had all happened, Mayor. Well, you see, there was somebody just like you, and he murdered almost everyone. I'm so depressed. I'm going to kill myself. <gasps> And then Isabel killed herself by hanging herself. Me and my cousin were, like, horrified. And then the villager happy on the screen said, Are you happy? There was no. There was a choice, yes or no. I chose no. Then the villager said, Angry. Angry. Are you sure? I said yes, and then the villager had no eyes and said, You really hate my world? 
I chose yes, and the villager had hyper-realistic oh, no. eyes back. and blood draining back. from his eyes. He no. said really loudly, You must die! You insulted me in my world of death! Look behind you, Blake! Look behind you! Look behind you! Look! Me and my cousin got freaking scared. We were like, how the double H, how the double E hobby, hobby sticks did he know our names? <laughs> we looked behind us and it was the villager. He tried to kill me and my cousin with an axe. We ran away from him and got a knife from the kitchen. We went to the villager and I stabbed him in the eye and in the heart until he died. After that, me and my cousin decided what we should do with the haunted 3DS game. We decided to troll it on one of my bullies at the school by saying, this is a regular 3DS game, but it's a promotional copy and he fell for it. After that, we decided to go buy a game at CEX. The real monster was them all along. No! Now, would something spooky happen to the bully? Probably not. They killed the monster. Yeah. He's okay. just going to open it up and he's going to be like, why is everybody so excited about this Deadleaf game? I opened it up in Animal Crossing. So boring. You just wander around and there's a lot of inactive NPCs. No, do you and a weird glitching cat dog thing. No, you know what, what is Isabella? I have no clue. Probably a poodle. Um, you know what's gonna happen is he's gonna turn around and he's going to see Animal Crossing and he's gonna go like, nope, and just yeet it out of his room because mm. he's a bully. He ain't got time to cross animals. Yeah, no, he was like, <laughs> oh, thank you for this promotional copy, and then instantly just, just like trashed it. Instantly shoved it down the mouth of the next kid that he was bullying, because that's how bullies do. Yeah, that's what bullies do. And then that person became the next. His brain got indwelt within that. That's what happens, by the way. That's how you get absorbed into technology. You eat the technology, and then your body literally puts you inside of it. And then... Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. Keep... Good. Now take a good big bite. That's why it's better to do it with like an SD card. Right? Because SD cards, nice and small, swallowable. If you try to put yourself into a keyboard, you have to swallow the whole keyboard. But anyway, you just... The poor victim soul got sucked into the Animal Crossing game. And then all of a sudden the game was armed with the next deadly villager. So he could make his new world of death. Was that his phrase? You must die. You insulted me in my world of death. <laughs> my question, why did they say That's no? That's my nickname for my bathroom. Why did they say no? I would have been like, yeah, this place is freaking sweet. Oh, excuse me, Bradley. I have to go off to my world of death right now. I have to go and explode my bodily fluid someplace. Ah, man, we've turned into middle schoolers. Okay, no, that was 
we're third graders now. Oh, man, we've. <laughs> I have a college degree. And I'm this halfway is what I'm there doing with my life. Okay. Um, but boy, World of Death. You could name a lot of funny things. World of Death. Oh yeah. Welcome to Chuck E. Cheese. World of Death. Or like, welcome to my bank account. World of Death. <laughs> welcome to Best Buy. The World of Death. <laughs> Because you will die waiting for someone to help you. <laughs> Unless, of course, you don't need help, and then they will all flock to you. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I've been in Best Buy. I'm just like looking, and I'm too proud to ask for help. So I'm looking for things, and I cannot find it. And then I'm waiting for someone to come up and ask me, uh, sir, do you need help? You've been here for like three hours. And it's like, no one does that. But the one time I was in there just to look at laptops, like 19 people were like, oh, Can hi. I help you today, sir? Oh, my. You're here to spend big dollars, yes? Be sure yeah. to mention me on my online review. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, everyone. Let's find out about Jeff's kitty. Yes. I have no idea what I'm doing here or what order things go in. <laughs> it's just by random chance. All right. <clears throat> Jeff's cat. Part one. By the way, there's no part two. So. Part one. The first and last part. Jeff got home from a day of murderous work. Literally. He walked over and set his knife on the counter. He took a sharpie and drew a nose on his face. <laughs> oh, how he missed having basic facial features. He noticed a cat on his computer. Jeff pets his cat. It's hairless. He's allergic to dander. He pets his cat and puts out his food. <gasps> oh, the precious kitty witty, it says Jeff. Oh, wait, no, we made him a generic jock. Uh, who's the precious kitty witty, he says. Oh, who's going to eat some of the human paste I made for you? <laughs> Jeff smiles and feeds his cat. He picks up his kitty and he pits it down on his lap. Shh, go to sleep, he smiles. Go to sleep. <laughs> mm, some of that sweet, sweet human paste. Boy, that used to be my nickname in high school. <laughs> oh, hey there, human paste. <laughs> human paste, otherwise known as spam. <laughs> Do you have any? Do you, I see. You have some spam in American flavor, but I was really hoping for some European spam. <laughs> I was always curious to know what. <laughs> okay. Thanks for covering up my mistake, Bradley. We're almost ready to go. Bam. Face without formatting. Ah, you're such a good bro. So, <clears throat> uh, thoughts? 
I like the idea that Jeff is not wasteful. The people he kills, he puts back to good use. He's like, oh, I mean, let me wait to drink for a while. Then, <laughs> well, let me go bring home some of this man's arm. Oh. <laughs> go ahead and put that right in the blender. Mix it up. <laughs> Maybe mix it with some rice so it's not too fluidy, and then, <laughs> and then bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're like, boy, what am I going to do with all of these eyeballs? This eyeball collection was <laughs> was not turning out the way I thought it would. <laughs> I should really do. <laughs> thing with all of these eyeballs and tonsils oh, man i have a weird thing with tonsils <laughs> every single time i kill someone i bring home their fresh tonsil that's still pulsing <laughs> okay what did you want today is some human liver pate ah we'll mix that with a little bit of bone <laughs> <laughs> Currently, Bradley is sitting by the trash in a chair, just staring at me, waiting for me to put up my white flag that I'm done with this gag. But do you think he takes the belly buttons home? <laughs> That was it, folks. That was rule three. True comedy happened right there. Bradley's laughing. <laughs> or is it crying? I can't tell anymore. <laughs> you better buckle up there. All right. <clears throat> hey, why don't you read us this one by Anna Bananas? I grew up in New Mexico. Oh, this is a good, creepy voice. Always very into the outdoors, hiking, camping, camping, climbing, rock climbing, etc. One summer when I was 19, I went on a four-day, three-night camping trip near my parents' house on my own. Might sound weird, but I had been to this area many times, and it was quite safe anyway. I brought my camera and to lots of pictures when I came back and developed my film. There were three extra pictures that I didn't take of me sleeping one each night. None of my stuff was missing or stolen, and nothing happened, but it freaked the out of me. Hockey sticks out of me. That was probably the worst reading simultaneously that has ever been attempted on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you call it when people are not in sync? In synchronized swimming? Yeah. We are the, the opposite we are unsynced. <clears throat> 
desynchronized swimming. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite form of swimming. Is the desynchronized kite. <laughs> you, you, you just see one person in the corner twirling around <laughs> in circles. <coughs> Another one's going up and down. Someone else is trying to do the doggy paddle because they can't actually swim. Uh, that's my favorite thing to watch at the Olympics is just, and now it's time for desynchronized swimming. And it's just a whole bunch of people. And now the Americans, their theme is pool party. And they just throw a really rad cool party for like 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. I'd be into that. And now Belgian. Okay, <sighs> Belgians, put back on your clothes. I know you're <laughs> European and you have different standards of nudity, but. Well, it turns out the Americans are into it. All right, so your thoughts. <laughs> actual thoughts on the actual story, not something. Um. So this is a cool story. <laughs> How did we get to our bunny trail that we're on now? Um, that doesn't I'm make synchronized sense. swimming. <laughs> I don't know how you got to nude, but that was something you did on your own. Um. Anyways. All right. So yeah. okay. I really mm-hmm. like this story, but. Literally, this. So, do you know what it is? I know exactly what happened. It was the dad. Dad selfie. No, no, no. She so impulsively takes selfies. No. Even when she's being retro and using a camera with film, she's like, okay. uh, eh." (laughs) What it is, is it was the dad coming up and taking pictures of her just to make sure she was safe. Mm. It was the dad. That still sounds very creepy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it's probably the, the same dad, dad that was. He's like, it, boop, it was boop, the same dad boop. that was hiding underneath the bed and licking her hand, and dogs can. Oh, lick you're too. saying same girl? Same girl. Same girl. She did not die by dad. He just wanted to get rid of that stupid dog and lick his daughter's hand. <laughs> oh, oh, so that grosses you out. Mouth noises are gross. We can go back to talking about my recipe for intestine. No, we're pate. good. We're good. We're good. We're <laughs> lovely. <laughs> we're good. Jeff and I had a lot of chance to talk about his cat feeding techniques. We got trapped on a plane next to each other one time. Lucky you. Yeah. No, he was going up to uh, Europe to do some uh, overseas work. He had a business trip. Ah. Uh. A.K.A. he had to go meet with the Council of Creepypastas. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I was a uh, journalist student at the time, so they were paying me to go up and cover it for the uh, college. So it was kind of fortuitous that I was sitting next to Jeff the Killer the whole time. Oh, yeah. I bet you got a great interview out of that. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't go on the books. Very secretive man. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So instead of this total piece of fabrication that I'm reading, uh, that I am weaving now, I'm going to go ahead and read to you a total piece of fabrication from Lady Sparrow, the little girl who wasn't. So anyway, Jeff likes to preload his victims with rice and beans and then use his... I'm not listening to you. We are the worst at podcasting, I think. Like if people were to do a conclusive list of people who are terrible at podcasting. Watch Mojo's top 10 worst (laughs) podcaster. And then all they have to do for a clip is just have that part where we try to read that story in synchronization. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. So what's the story from Lady Sparrow? Uh, the story from Lady Sparrow is called The Little Girl Who Wasn't from Lady Sparrow. I lived in a house from H-E double hockey sticks for four years from age 11 to almost 16. There was constantly something happening. Doors flying open and shut, voices, footsteps. Nothing ever stayed wherever you put it. I was alone there a lot because both of my parents worked and I was constantly terrified. Well, one of my most gut-level disturbing things, though, was the little girl in my bathroom. Every time I walked past my bathroom door, which was constantly since it was right outside my bedroom, I would see a little girl with blonde curled hair and a rose-colored dress. She just stood there, staring, looking like a photograph from 1905. I started keeping the door closed so I could walk by without seeing her, but she was always there whenever I opened it. Once I stepped in past her, I couldn't see her anymore, but I felt her there. She scared me, but I felt really sorry for her because she was trapped there, just like me, but probably forever. As the years went by and things in the house continued to get worse, she started seeming darker. I started feeling like she wasn't really a little girl. I knew there was something ugly in the house and I felt like it was presenting this sympathetic image to me. Then I started thinking that I was completely losing my mind. One day, when I was 14, I had a friend from out of town come stay with me for a week. I hadn't told her anything whatsoever about the house because I didn't think she would come if she did. Right after she got there, we were sitting in my room and she left to go to the bathroom. About a minute later, she walked back with a puzzled look on her face and she said, Uh, so there's like a little girl in your bathroom? Yeah, like she hangs out in there, blonde hair, yeah, curls, pink dress, yeah. You know, that's not really a little girl, don't you? I almost threw up. I was, <laughs> I was so relieved and terrified and excited and ready to run out of the house screaming. She wouldn't use my she wouldn't use my bathroom the rest of the week, and I started using it as little as possible without. off my parents who didn't want to believe. Eventually we moved out of the house and I couldn't be happier. I decided myself, um, <clears throat> I distanced myself from it mentally as much as I could. And then when I was 18, I took another friend on a road trip to pack up a few things that I'd left in the house. My parents hadn't managed to sell it and wouldn't for five more years. The minute we got onto the property, my friend seemed uncomfortable. When we came around the bend into the long, steep driveway, he went completely white. I could tell he w there was something wrong, but he insisted he was okay, so we got to work. After a while, he asked to use the bathroom, and I directed him to mine. Not 20 seconds later, he left. He came running back in. 
gasping for breath, and Anne slammed the bedroom door behind him. He started babbling about a little blonde girl who wasn't really a little girl. All of a sudden, he went dead still. And he looked at me in the eye very solemnly, and he said, She's not happy with you. You lift. You left, and you weren't supposed to. We throw whatever we could into into trips into my car after I walked him to another bathroom and waited outside the door and we got the Oh this is so awkward. Okay, there we go. Oh that was a good beep. I, I after we got the out of top speed. So yeah. So yeah. Good story. It's a story, isn't it? I liked it. I would have liked to have known what the little girl was if she wasn't a ghost. And you see, um, for those of you who listened last week, this is going to come up. And for those of you who didn't, go back and watch last week because I'm going to mention something that's very important. She didn't properly take care of her ghost. Mm. Not once did she feed it toast. Not she didn't. once did she... Yeah, but that's she... why it got darker and darker. Exactly. Not once did she make sure it was in a comfortable area that mm-hmm. wasn't well sunlit. Not once did she try her best to comfort the ghost. She did. She missed all the steps. I don't, think, I don't think comforting a ghost was anywhere on your list. Well, everything that you do, do you for... really want to comfort yes, your ghost? When you want... Yes, you want to comfort your ghost. Do you want to comfort your dog? Do you want to comfort your girlfriend? Yes! What happens if your girlfriend is a dog that is a ghost? Then you are one lucky SOB because you have two less things to comfort. (laughs) (laughs) That scared me a little how quick you were on the draw. All right, yeah. Um, What I really appreciate about this story is that apparently everyone else other than the parents can see the little girl in the bathroom, which means I had a little girl chose to hide herself from Or she's the like parents. Santa Claus and only kids can believe in her. Or this the person who's telling the story, Lady Sparrow and her friends, are all clairvoyant. <gasps> no, you know what it is. The parents killed the girl. And so they don't want to see her. No, oh, every time they go in, they're like, ah, oh, dang it. Chloe, didn't we kill you like five years ago? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what are you still doing here? It was their firstborn daughter. I like how confident you are now. They were only in there from <laughs> when she was 11 to 16. Yes. So wait, they went back to the house that they murdered the girl in? They are like, oh, we should probably take well, it. Well, if you look here, they couldn't sell it when they had moved the second time. So what probably happened is they were there mm-hmm. like... Like, let's just say the parents are 40 years old now. Yeah. And, like, they were 20. Like, they had the um, the murdered girl out of wedlock. Okay. Uh, and so, like. Really, now you're like, making unnecessary like, assumptions. No, no, but, okay, no, no, keep no. Keep like, going. 16 keep going. years old. Like, it makes sense. Because then there's the, there's a reason for, like, this age gap and why this ghost looks so old and is so bitter for being left there. Okay. Uh-huh. Time makes a difference. So, um, not unless, like, they could have gotten married, like, at age 15, 16. I don't know the rules in this time, in this universe. But mm. anyways, but no, so they get married, they get this house, they have this child in this house, and they, they just can't do it. Like, the baby's driving them nuts. Well, the little girl's driving them nuts. So they kill her, and they're like, okay, we got to get out of here, and they leave. But they can't sell the house. And then they have another kid, 
and they can't sell the house and they're still trying to pay off this house and it's all not working they're like okay crap we can't keep doing this two house thing we got to go back to the other house go back to the other house and their new little girl starts complaining about seeing a ghost Mm -hmm. and like describes her firstborn daughter and they're like ah crap well whoops and but we did it again she was really a ghost the whole time exactly mic drop i like how much effort you put into this story this counter story, this explanation of the story, I like that one, except for the 1905 bit. I guess with it, I'm making the assumption that this happened recently. Well, that's what that's what that's what I'm saying. Like you know, like it could have happened recently, I guess. But like, so maybe maybe I was a bit off. So like, parents were like 15 when they had the first kid, and like closer to they had the first kid in 1905, and the yes. second kid in 1985. Uh huh. That sounds about right. Yes, because the parents were also vampires, <laughs> which is why the they couldn't see the ghost. Up top. Also explains why all of the friends keep saying it's not really a little girl. It's because it's a little girl vampire ghost. Vampire ghosts. Way more difficult to take care of. Yes, they need blood toast, which Mm. is a very specific kind of toast. Well, it's just, it's just Ah! dead. Nah. 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 (laughs) Nah. So we are. You getting- made this joke, Bradley. I'm gonna go finish it. It's just bread that you mix instead of mixing in water and milk, you mix in blood. That's just blood toast. Well, it's blood bread, and then you gotta toast it. Am I safe? Uh, and then you know, yeah, it's it's just the extra bits that you add on <laughs> that help help make a vampire ghost happy. A little bit of sprinkle of viscera on top. A little bit of. Uh, Head cheese to to go across the bits. These are all things that keep your vampire ghost super happy, just super content. They also really, really super love it when the blood is fresh, or or super congealed. They don't like medium old blood, but like super old blood is super good to vampire ghosts because it tastes like Jello. It has the same. T- it's the same texture and quality as like a thicker slushy or jelly or something like <laughs> I think I'm done now. So, do you think you can buy blood toast in a store? I guess it depends on what kind of creature you're milking for the blood. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in again this week and listening to us. Do you think blood toast is cheaper when it's made out of, like, pig? And you get it out of, like, a pig as compared to, like... I guess a cow's got more volume. No! I just wanted to have the first no! podcast ever where someone vomited live on screen.
Well, we want to thank you for tuning in to this wonderful podcast. If you're <laughs> listening to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, I want to give you a shout-out and a thanks. If you're watching us on YouTube, also, hello. Thank you for Hi. tuning in today. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button and ring it in that bell to get the notifications. And um, as always... Um, that was also my nickname in high school. As always, Josh, why don't we start this like we finish this like we started it? With sharing good recipes for blood sausage. Then who? I mean, I feel like Jeff would have a good idea. Then who? You probably, a little bit of oatmeal goes a long way in like absorbing some of the fluids. Then who? And then that gives you a much better texture and consistency. And then you could freeze it, and then you could have super high, <laughs> high, high durable ice cubes. Then who? I'm sorry, wait, what? Where were we? Then who? Oh, did you want to see my picture of congealed blood? No! <laughs> I knew it was phone. Have a great rest of your week. No, look, Bradley, I'll just...